Today's episode is sponsored by Tego. For most of us, indemnity insurance is one of our biggest costs of practice. But when was the last time you took a look at the coverage and compared your premium with others? Many of us are still with the same insurer we joined in med school or intern year. Thousands of doctors have made the switch to Tego and benefited from their personalised approach to pricing. You will also get an extra two months free in your first year. If you are new to private practice, you might even qualify for four years of discounted premiums. Tigo offers competitive premiums, quality cover and 24-7 support backed by top medico-legal advisors. Get a free quote and discover why thousands of doctors are insured by Tigo by visiting tigo.com.au. Hello listeners and welcome to Deep Breaths, a podcast covering topics related to the Part 2 anaesthetic exam. I'm Dr. Kate Steele. And I'm Dr. Kate McCrossan. And today's episode is Don't Stop Believing, where we want to take the opportunity to give you all some positive messages from a group of anaesthetists who've been there and done that and want to wish you well for the part two exam. As always, in this podcast, we represent our own views and not those of our employers or ANSCA. So in case you haven't guessed already, this episode is going to be a little different. We're not deep diving into any particular topics today, and instead we're taking the time to shower you all with positive thoughts and messages before the part two anaesthetic vibers. That's right. Now, in the middle of this season, we decided to do an early release on one of our episodes, the one called I Will Survive, so that our listeners could join Dr. Lahiru Amaratunga for his Viva Boot Camp if they chose to do so. So we've actually covered 12 weeks of content in just 11 weeks. Today's episode isn't designed to give you any last-minute pearls of knowledge. We want to share with you all just how much we're all thinking of you if you're preparing for the anaesthetic vivas and let you know that we're all in your corner and cheering you on, even if we're not physically at the exam with you. We'll start off with some advice from past interviewees that have emailed messages in for us to share. This advice comes from Kasun Lin. Good luck for the exams. Some tips we give to our candidates are, one, think of the examiner as a colleague in the tea room or asking for your corridor consult. You aren't at the start of your training and this isn't the primary exam. You are their equal now. You are giving a colleague advice or even teaching them. Two, the examiners want you to pass. If they ask you, are you sure? Or give you an opportunity to reconsider your answer, this is a lifeline that you really should take. Three, take your answers that little step further. For example, don't just say, I'm concerned about X. Say, I am concerned the patient is at risk of developing X. I will monitor for this by Y, and if it occurs, I will do Z. Or I would like preoperative test X looking for abnormality Y, which can then be optimised by Z. And Kasun's last piece of advice is don't argue with the examiners. <laughs> well said, Kasun. Uh, so, look, Kasun, of course, was a guest in season two where he talked about anaesthesia for burn surgery and the topic is we didn't start the fire parts one and two so check out that episodes if you those episodes if you haven't already uh, we also have some tips from dr anthony Hayde, who was a guest with us back in season one uh episode six and seven talking about anaesthesia for fractured ribs with achy breaky ribs parts one and two and anthony's advice for the written exam is when preparing for the written part of the exam, focus your study time and energy on the general underlying principles that do not change over time, as opposed to getting lost in the weeds or reading individual trials or studies. Any study or trial worth its salt will be mentioned as part of a summary on the topic in the most recent edition of any standard textbook or review article. And his advice for the VIVA exam is, often VIVAs follow a pattern. 
There is an opening stem where you get to display your baseline knowledge on a topic. And then in the middle part, you either get a crisis developing or you are put in a situation where you have two competing interests or both. Your job is to prioritise those competing interests. For example, you might be inducing for a clipping or recoiling of an unsecured intracranial aneurysm and then the patient gets anaphylaxis on induction. The general principle for managing patients with unsecured aneurysms, e.g. avoid massive spikes in blood pressure, is at odds with the general principle for managing anaphylaxis. For example, give adrenaline, which may well result in a massive spike in blood pressure. In order to navigate your way through this specific scenario, you need to have familiarity with the underlying principles of neuroanesthesia and also understand the principles of anaphylaxis diagnosis and management. Then you need to communicate to the examiner to prove that you have the necessary judgment for how to balance these two competing goals by coming up with a sensible plan for a unique scenario. That's some fantastic advice from Anthony. I hmm. actually seemingly remember having exactly that in many of my viva scenarios. Go figure, hey? <laughs> yes, always competing interests, right? Exactly, exactly. So here are some more messages from other anaesthetists who want only the best for you all. Hey, everyone. It's Mark Lai, ex-examiner, wishing you all the best in the upcoming finals. You've heard many of my thoughts already, so one final tip. When the bell rings, the viva is over. The previous examiner has stopped marking, so you too should stop answering. Stop mulling over it. Don't let leftover niggling questions drag into the next viva. Just drop the topic. Centre your mind on the new scenario. Start afresh. Remember, you have eight opportunities to express yourself. Don't let one difficult scenario ruin other opportunities. That's it. Good luck. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on the other side. Ciao. Hi, listeners. Julia here. Wishing you all the very best for the exams ahead. Don't forget to stick with what you know has previously worked well for you. Be kind to yourself and spend a little time in the days ahead attending to all the simple things that are within your control like eating well, getting some gentle exercise, spending time in nature and practicing good sleep hygiene. If you have lucky socks, wear them. If you like a rousing theme tune, prep that playlist. Think like an elite athlete and mentally walk through what the day is going to look like, how you're going to behave, think and feel, and make sure you have everything you need for your game plan. You've worked hard, you've learnt a lot, your friends, family and colleagues are all rooting for you, and it's normal to feel nervous, overwhelmed, excited or even numb. There is no doubt the exam is a big deal and a significant career hurdle. But keep in mind that it's just another blip on the horizon of your life and it's important to keep this in perspective. If your mind is racing and you're finding it hard to focus, don't forget to look up, notice the clouds, what's happening around you and what you feel in your body. Slow your breathing, savour a few long exhalations, investigate bodily sensations, Hone in on noises around you and gently regroup with an attitude of kindness and compassion towards yourself. Once it's all over, give yourself permission to feel all the big feels and make sure you have some time and space to refill the energy tanks in whatever way works best for you. You've got this. Good luck. Hi guys, my name is Beck, and I was in your shoes this time last sitting. You've all worked so hard and should be very proud of yourselves and your efforts. Whatever the outcome is on the day, just know that you're all capable and intelligent and you've more than proven this throughout your training so far. You are also much more than this one exam. Look after yourselves and each other and best of luck on the day. Hi everyone, this is Lahiru from ABC's of Anesthesia and the Viva Bootcamp. Just want to wish you all good luck for the upcoming exam and can't wait to see you on the other side of Consultant Life. See you then, bye. All right, 
well said, La. I think uh, that's the goal, isn't it? Get through this exam and then hopefully the exam can become a memory eventually. Yeah, and hopefully at some point we'll all look back at some of those memories fondly. It may be a bit too fresh in the initial couple of weeks, but um, <laughs> hopefully that'll come to pass. That's it. So a little message from me, exams are anxiety-inducing for most people, so it's normal to feel slightly stressed or worried leading up to a big exam. However, those of you sitting this time around have inevitably worked very hard, you've sacrificed time with your friends and family, and you've done a minimum of three and a half years of anaesthesia, often more. This combined with your other clinical time as junior doctors and possibly working as registrars in other specialties gives you a really solid foundation to work through problems. Also remember that you will not know everything, so try not to focus just on the questions you couldn't answer. Keep a clear head, stay calm, and prove to the examiners that you will soon be ready to be a consultant anaesthetist. Now, I want you all to take a moment to think about the sheer amount of work you've all been through to get you to this moment right now. The hours upon hours of study, practice exams, tutorials, and everything else that has led to this moment today – I'm sure some of you feel like you're not ready, but I can assure you with complete certainty that you know way more than you realise. You've done the hard work. Now it's time to put on your game face, walk into that exam with every ounce of confidence you've got and show those examiners what you're capable of. You've made it so far and sacrificed so much to be here. And now you get to prove that you've got what it takes to be a great anaesthetist. I know you can do this. Just take a deep breath. So before we sign off, Kate, do you remember doing anything in particular that on the day of the exam that helped keep you nice and calm and had you your brain sort of pumping and ready to go? I think the stuff I did is pretty simple kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, had a nice coffee. Mm, uh, yes, I had caffeinate, a sh- caffeinate, caffeinate, caffeinate. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I had an outfit I felt really confident in and, you know, mm. felt that I could um, – yeah, it just felt good in just the basic stuff. And I also had a really beautiful lavender body wash that made me feel relaxed. Oh, fantastic. I just tried to focus on all those little things because you can't cram any more knowledge into your head at the last minute. Yeah, so, exactly. um, And I just focused on, you know, having a nice chat with my colleagues before the exam and try to stay calm. Mm. It was really nothing special. Mm. What about you? It's funny. I have a few memories. One was I used to listen to Eye of the Tiger by Survivor, the theme mm-hmm. song from the Rocky movies. Uh, I used to listen to that to pump me up to get me in the right mood. But the other thing I did, and this is going to sound probably a bit silly, you know, I'm going to look back at this and cringe when I hear this over again. But something I did was I had a very demure outfit on for the exam, like a very typical clinical sedate, very demure outfit. And I deliberately wore the most art- outrageous underwear I could find (laughs) because at least that was something I had control over. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but it was my little way of rebelling and saying, okay, I'm going to go, go and do this my way. You know, I have to wear clinical gear, but I'm going to go crazy with my underwear because that's something I can do. Jeez, I wonder if any examiners listening right now. I'm a bit horrified. (laughs) I think we've changed the way that examiners look at candidates henceforth, really. Well, after that pearl of wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh, best of luck, guys. Enjoy the, you know, enjoy the fact it's nearly over and uh, we're thinking of you. Good luck. Good luck. Thank you so much for joining us today on Deep Breaths. As always, you can contact us at deepbreathspod at gmail.com. We'd love it if you could spread the word to follow us on your favourite podcast platform and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. And if you know someone that you think would be a great interviewee or have a topic that you'd like us to cover, please feel free to let us know. Thanks for listening and we hope you can join us next time on Deep Breaths.